You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the show where we go back in time and we select movies that we have missed or have wanted to see. Uh, and it, Waterworld was one of those things. In I did a miss world. It. <laughs> where the polar ice caps have melted. This is prophetic. In this is world, going to happen. In a world where the polar ice caps have melted. So I hope you're ready. Uh, and the world is made of water. <laughs> it's called Waterworld. That's really clever. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's deep. Mm. Uh, it's deep. That's even a joke in itself. Because the water's so deep. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, oh, Gabe man. is going to murder me. I know wow. that he is. That, this movie will make you crazy. He's going insane. It did make me crazy. You loved it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> My name's Gabe, and that's Matt over there. Yeah, things went off the rails really quick today. Yeah, I'm telling you, this movie, it'll, it'll do it to you. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, we'll talk about it more. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll talk we'll about get there. it. We'll get there. What's up? Gabe, um, did this movie remind you of anything in particular? Hmm. Um, probably like Ocean's Eleven because it has oceans <laughs> in it. It has oceans um, in it. Wow. That and Mad Max. Oh, Mad Max. That's <laughs> right. You mean this is like a direct ripoff of Mad Max, but on the water? On the So I think. Here's what here's what happened. Mm. Costner goes into a room. Yeah, in the '90s, <laughs> he's like, "Pitch me, hit me with something that I can put my money into." And they're like, "All right, we have this idea. We want to make Mad Max, but on the water." <laughs> I'm in. And he's like, "I'm totally in. I should have been Mad Max. This is my chance. Give me a movie that I can spend twenty million dollars of my own money my on. My own money. That's insane." I also want to talk about just how horribly behind the scenes everything went in this film. Like <laughs> the, I, uh, I, I read a little bit. I hope maybe someday a documentary will come out about it. Mm. Maybe there's not enough material. Maybe it wasn't that bad. I think it was. Really? Well, okay. So if you haven't gathered it from what we, we've already said, the name of the film and the biggest actor in it. But today we're talking about Waterworld. You've been there, haven't you? Dry land? You know where it is. Yeah, I know where it is. And, uh, and we're going? You and I are. Kid, we've got to pitch over the side. What? My boat's tore up. I'm taking on water. I'd be lucky to get half a hydro ration out of that. You know, uh, I said I won't drink. For 12 days? No, it's better one of you dies now than both of you die slow. Wait, wait. You saved your life. We got you out. No, you got me out so you could get out. Or even. She can cook. She can fish. So can I. Then take my necklace. Take my necklace. I got better ones below. No, look! Oh. I thought you went 
through back there on the atoll. I can understand why you would want to. But she's a child. So to to jump right into the 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 goss uh, from, <laughs> the from goss. what from what I've read, in the trivia section at least, and and a couple of like blogs that I read a little bit about. Yeah. So Kevin Costner had an affair behind the scenes in this film. Oh, apparently uh, I didn't know that. Like yeah, like with somebody on the crew. I think is 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 what I was reading. Uh, but also he stayed in like a really swanky hotel. Had yeah. a butler. Had a pool. Everyone else was like sleeping in tents. Apparently, yeah, yeah like, like nowhere. bad, bad housing somewhere with bad plumbing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's like the fire festival we were just talking about. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but then he also had a huge falling out with the director, who was his friend, Kevin Reynolds, who right. he'd done like two or three movies with up to this point. But Kevin Reynolds was just so upset that he quit. You you shouldn't you shouldn't direct movies with your friends. Yeah, it's it's very stressful. Like even this, we kind of want to kill each other every once yeah. in a while. You well, know? yeah, I mean, we it brings out the worst. Yeah, we just want to murder each other all the time. <laughs> you just shouldn't, you shouldn't do things that you love with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Noted. Do it with strangers. Yeah, because it obviously ruined their relationship. Yeah, I mean, t- maybe to this day, I don't know. We should really try to make a movie together. <sighs> no. So my answer is no. It's like Mad Max and it's like Waterworld, but, <laughs> but it's, it's all on ice. But it's in space. Oh, the, it's all on the, ice. Yeah. So the, the world, world is frozen, frozen open over. We have to yeah. exhaust the world first. Then yeah, we can before go we space. move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still have volcanoes erupting everywhere. Yep, so fire. it's all on lava. Yep, it's all, all on lava, fire. All fire. Um, that's um, it, right? Yeah, could be poison gas. Ooh, that'd be like then maybe that's the space one. Yeah, gas yeah. world. Go to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could do that yourself. Yeah, you could be the reason the world becomes gas world. But can't you see it? I mean, Costner dumps his money into this movie, yeah. and he obviously feels entitled to make a few creative choices, which mm-hmm. I don't blame him for. You give twenty million to a film, mm-hmm. probably want to have your you know voice heard. Yeah, and the director's like, no, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, and then they and then he fights, and then he I, did he finish directing the movie? Yeah, wow. So. We're obviously going to talk more about what we thought of the film, but if if Kevin Reynolds was in charge of the film for like the first forty minutes, and then Kevin <laughs> Costner took over, it's yeah. clear who had the better artistic vision, to me at least. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, <sighs> I I did see that Kevin Reynolds said uh, afterward he he was quoted as saying something along the lines of Kevin Costner should just write and direct and act and everything because oh. then he would be his favorite actor and his he, favorite director he'd always be together. working with his yeah. favorite actor and director that's yeah. a pretty good quote. that's a good burn yeah, that's a good burn <laughs> good. uh yeah so let's jump into it um the director as we have mentioned is, is kevin reynolds um so most notably he directed the 1991 robin hood with uh, kevin costner mm. and the count of monte cristo um the writers were peter raider and david Twohe. i don't know if i'm saying that right Twohe. Tui, Tui, or Tui, one of those two. Peter Rader hadn't done a lot of work, nothing worth mentioning, um, but David Tui uh, wrote The Fugitive and mm. Everything Chronicles of Riddick. Oh. Yeah. So he, he likes the weird... He likes world building. Uh, world building, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he enjoys that. He's pretty good at it. Oh, the, fu- the Fugitive's a good movie. Yeah. I mean... He's, he's talented. Classic 90s uh, just caper. Yeah. Um, the actors in this film include Kevin Costner, 
who is famous for dances with wolves, wolves, <laughs> with wolves. dances with wolves, <laughs> dances with wolves, and Robin Hood, uh, but many other things in the eighties and nineties. Many, he, he was huge. I love Kevin Costner. I'm not yeah. against him. No, I'm not a hater. No, no. I mean, he wasn't great in this, but he's he's sure. great in a lot of things. Uh, and Dennis Hopper was the other one that I felt worth mentioning, uh, famous for Blue Velvet and Speed, and the best part of this movie. <laughs> you, you think he's the best part of this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fine in this movie. He he's hams the, it up and he has a good he's time. He's the best actor in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he's having fun. Uh, Did you feel like mentioning anyone else? The only an actor that I love, deeply, deeply love, he actually uh, passed away, unfortunately. His name is Michael Jeter. Mm-hmm. He plays the... Goofy man who flies around in that contraption. Yes. Um, but he is, uh, he was a famous Broadway actor. He mm. unfortunately died of AIDS, HIV, yeah. I guess, back in the late, no, maybe it was the early 2000s. But mm. yeah, if you don't know who that is, he's in The Green Mile. Yeah. He's the man who has Mr. Jingles, the mouse. Mm. Um, great, great, great. Any relation actor. to Derek? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you never know. There's not a lot of Jeters yeah, out there. I do love uh, Michael Jeter, though. He's phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, Jack Black makes a little appearance in this movie. You know, I didn't even <laughs> notice, and and Sophie came in while I was watching it, and during the credits, she was like, Jack Black was in this? And I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was in this movie for about 30 seconds. Yeah, he's a pilot. He's a pilot. I, I didn't know it was him when he was flying the plane. Yeah. I only realized it afterwards. He's sitting there after the plane deals with, gets back to base or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. him. But yeah, he he doesn't really have dialogue. He just kind of sits there and looks Didn't crazy. Didn't recognize it at yeah. all. Yeah, And now he's in great classics like The House uh, with a Clock in Its Walls. Jumanji. <laughs> Man, that movie was awful. I watched hey, part School of that. Hey, School of Rock, Christmas though. That, that, but, you know, that was like 2004. That's old, it's old now, ago. but it'll yeah. always be a great movie. I actually have heard Jumanji is hilarious. Okay. The, the, <laughs> which we are reviewing this the original. Uh, yeah, the good version. <laughs> the, the original, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the budget for this was $175 million. Got to figure marketing on top of that, like 250 maybe. That's a lot of money. They grossed $264 million worldwide. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it made 90 in the States. Was this the most expensive movie ever made to date? Uh, yeah, so that was the, the trivia that I pulled out. Prior to Titanic, which came out in 1997, this was the most expensive movie yeah. ever produced. And there was actually a lot of controversy around it because... It had been in development for so long and became so expensive that people were just like, what could this movie even be? Like, yeah. it, it can't be as good as the amount of time and the amount of money you're spending on it. And they were right. And they were right. <laughs> Think about it. Think about being so excited for this movie yeah. in 95. Just, oh it's my like gosh. Avatar. Waterworld is coming out. It's yeah. going to be so epic. I, I bet people were just packed out, ready to go. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it failed. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it failed. It made money. But it, it just, did. I think I'm off the bat, it wasn't as good as people thought it was. This movie, I will say, is not as bad as I think all the hype around it yeah. says. I thought it was going to be miserable. It's really not. It's just yeah. not good. There's, it's forgettable. Like, there are some good elements to it, but overall, it's just like. Overall, it's nah, like this dumb nah. excuse to make a cool movie on the water. And it's with, two hours and 15 minutes, yeah. Gabe. Yeah. Stop it. Well, it needs to be. Come on. And it was we, cut down from the original yeah. that was like three hours long, the first cut of the script. Like, you can't dump insane. that much movie into, movie, and that much money into something. It should at least, you know. Yeah, if you're going to put that much movie in this movie, <laughs> it's got to be a There's good movie. There's a lot of movie in this movie. <laughs> uh, last thing, the tag, uh, which is terrible as well. Beyond the horizon lies the secret to a new beginning. Uh, so vague. So vague. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So vague, and, and when you get there in the story, it also doesn't have a lot of no meaning. No, this is another one where my notes are pretty sparse because it's just set piece to set piece, and how often can we say Kevin Costner jumps from the ship and shoots someone? How and... many times can he swing from one <laughs> end of his ship to the other end of his ship? A lot, apparently. <laughs> a lot. It happens a lot. It really does. Uh, so as we mentioned, uh, this begins with the polar ice caps melting and, and basically covering the entire world in water. Yeah. Um, so really forward thinking in this one. Mm. Uh, even though I'm not sure if they melted, it would cover the entire uh, Earth. No, no. Uh, it's been. Uh, I think it's been said that it would raise the the sea level by like three feet or three hundred feet. It's a three though. It's but either way, three to three hundred is, <laughs> is a pretty big difference. You keep talking, and I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> I think I I think I heard that if it did happen, yeah. Maybe let's go with 300. We would lose like Florida and yeah. maybe something else. California. Maybe no, I, I, par- parts of New York, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, but it wouldn't wipe out humanity. Oh, no. Definitely yeah. not. But the polar bears would die and that would be very sad. Um, so Mariner is the name of Kevin Costner. There aren't a lot of like actual names in this movie. Just kind of like descriptive names. Yes. Uh, but correct. his name is Mariner in this film. He meets a drifter that was stealing stuff from him. Um, and, and so there's kind of these unspoken rules in this world. Like somebody will pull up beside mm. you in a boat and they'll want to trade and you have to trade at least one item, you which have is to like trade an unspoken them. rule. Yeah. Uh, but this guy ends up basically getting one over on Kevin Costner and steals some limes that he's been growing on his ship. He does. Yeah. Which this is... dude's just munching on these limes. Yeah. I was like, that's not how you eat limes. <laughs> he's, he's floating, it is in water world. As he's floating away, he's eating it like an apple. And it's funny because he bites into it and he can't bite into it because it's it's a lime. Mm-hmm. But he has to keep acting, so he rips his teeth out. He's like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> but the lime just has a big gash in it. He doesn't actually take a bite. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, but the most important thing in this scene is that we get introduced to the smokers. Oh, yeah, the smokers. Which I can't... It's been a while since I've seen Mad Max, so I can't remember if like the people in that movie have a name. I'm sure they do. I don't know. I was um, trying to think back to the, the newer one, the yeah, newer Mad Max. I but this too. is the equivalent of the people that are yeah. basically on Mad Max's tail the entire movie uh, in this film. Um, and, you know, I actually liked this opening scene. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was going to go cool places. The idea of this kind of bartering system and these, these un spoken codes that exist in the world and the smokers were also really cool in the beginning like they all ride jet skis and shoot like semi-automatic semi-automatic machine guns like it's interesting yeah, it is interesting uh, the one thing i want to say is all these movies mad max also in particular every mad max i just hate how everyone is just crazy yeah just Why? for the sake of being crazy is that that's yeah. just the style of uh what's his face the director of mad max um oh my gosh uh yeah Romero Romero uh, no it's not Romero you're you're showing my uh my lack of knowledge about Mad Max Mad Max direct why am I an idiot anyway the the, George Miller everyone's like (laughs) (laughs) and they're just nuts and I don't understand it it's annoying well, I don't know. I mean, you don't know what the the open water all day long, every day is going to do to you. Yeah, you know? I guess, uh, that's true. I guess maybe it may, it, in this movie it makes sense. Maybe it makes you crazy. Yeah, that's true. But if we ever make it to the post apocalypse, Gabe, um, it'll be me. We'll we'll find out. I'll yeah. be like Matt, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I'll get rid of you so fast. Yeah, you'll just blow me away. <laughs> <laughs> so the next part of this movie is is like a 25, 30 minute long chunk. 
this this drifter told him that there's an atoll is what he says like eight miles south or whatever two days away yeah so he goes here and he tries to barter with them he gets rid of some dirt which is apparently very important to these people they like these artifacts of the old world it and proves so, that he's been to dry land yeah or he he ends up telling them that he bought it from somebody so oh, okay. and they end up thinking that he bought it from the smokers um so the whole town kind of turns on him and they don't they won't let him leave so originally he was going to be there for two hours the gatekeeper of the the yeah. atoll was like you can stay for two hours trade your stuff and then leave um but the elders in this town Show end up, up saying like you can't leave we think that you're a smoker spy they try to give him a, a woman uh one of their daughters but she's pregnant I and... also, yeah i couldn't this is really bad but i couldn't understand what the guy was saying <laughs> he was like she's pregnant yeah and but he was saying that there's not a lot of options for women here like we don't want to lay with our own people yeah and they tried to give her to him like to take her yeah maybe or yeah, what? I think that was. I, th- I think they wanted the, them to take the daughter, and he was like, "Nah, no, I'm good. I'll pass." Yeah, and that makes them upset. Yeah, yeah. J- just a quick note earlier: it, it would rise a few hundred feet, not three. Oh, so okay. let's say three hundred. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, we'll be all right. Who knows what it'll do to the, the temperature? We don't, and, we, we don't need Florida. <laughs> we really don't. No, <laughs> they have not proven. They've been weighed, measured, and found wanting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they suspect he's a spy and they lock him in a cell overnight basically um, and, and keep him there. There's just so much that happens here. I just feel like yeah. I'm going to be talking forever. The gist is that a guy in the town tips off that uh, there's a girl with a map on her back in this atoll that has the map to dry land. Yep. Just been there for a while. Just been there hanging out. Who knows how she got there? Yep. Nobody really knows. knows. But she's being taken care of by this actress named uh, Jean Triplehorn, who's been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> not not great in this film. Or, right. Or most it's not her mother. It's yeah. just a woman in her who cares for her, I guess. There's this bad guy in, in the atoll that tips off the smokers, and the yeah. smokers come, and there's a big action set piece where they're infiltrating oh, yeah. the atoll oh yeah 15 minutes long it's a lot a lot of sea dudes a lot of sea dudes going off ramps coming up from under the water people swinging from ropes everywhere shooting it up kevin costner gets pushed into this like recycling uh goo yeah it's like the custom of this town when someone dies they they push their body into this swampy goo and it they call it recycling yeah and it disintegrates and i guess they use it for stuff who knows and so that's his fate they find him to be a smoker spy and they're lowering him into the the goo and then the smokers actually attack yeah and so they have to stop yeah and uh yeah he's stuck in the cage trying to get out yeah which is very tense very tense. didn't know if he was gonna get out he, he's he's barely barely making it barely making it um but um helen who is gene's triple horns character ends up coming over and strikes a deal with him while he's in the cage he says i'll let you out of the cage if you take me and Enola, who is the little girl with the map on her yeah. back, with you, and we'll go find dry land, and we'll be happily, we'll happily ever after. And he's like, okay. All right, and fine. And then she cuts open the cage with a knife, and then he gets out, and then he starts fighting, and he starts killing people. This is where we get introduced to Deacon, who is yeah. Dennis Hopper's character, who is yeah, the best character in the dang film. right. Most interesting. He was cool, sitting yeah. up on his throne, smoking cigarettes, ordering people around. Yep. Um, but his ship gets blown up. And uh, that takes his eye, so he gets upset. And now he wants to kill Kevin Costner. Yeah. Did I cover it all? Pretty much, They yeah. get out. 
Yeah, they get out. They they they, they, they escape, which is utterly ridiculous. There's, yeah. There's machine guns going off. Yeah. Everywhere. Everyone becomes stormtroopers. And, and some, in an and, you know, right. Somehow he just doesn't get hit, even though his entire massive boat, Kevin mm-hmm. Costner's boat, has to fit through this little gate. Yeah. And they're stuck in the gate for about six minutes while they're <laughs> trying to get out, and they just survive. Did you and, notice uh, that? Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, Helen and Enola are running across this little bridge to get over the yes. the top of the gate, and so uh, a ski doo hits the the gate and explodes and blows part of it up, and they fall they and they're fall. hanging from the cliff or hanging from the side of this thing. And Enola gets up right away and like go helps Kevin Costner with the the thing, yeah. but uh, Helen just ends up hanging there. Like oh, she never gets up. Yeah. Like oh. <laughs> I don't know if they just thought it would like increase the tension, uh, but you, she never like goes up to the top of the you ledge. Know, upper body strength is important. I and, guess so. Uh, core, she must have been ripped. Yeah. No, she must not have because she couldn't get herself up. So she was hanging. If you're gonna hang there for That's a long true. time. That that grip strength is finger serious. strength. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but you're right. She just hung there and waited. Hung there and waited. Yeah. So they they jump off and they get in the boat. And the boat we didn't talk about Kevin Costner's boat, but it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty sweet, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got it rigged up the way he he wants it exactly. Yeah. And I got to say, the world building in this movie is cool. Totally. Everything is consistent. Totally. It all looks very cool. The costumes are great. Yes. The boats I, are cool. I wish... You said it looks great. It does look great. The set, the sets are amazing. Yeah. No wonder it costs $175 Good million. Good Lord. Because, and because, think about it, it's 95 the only fake part of this movie is when they dive underwater and he shows her civilization as yeah. it used to be because it's it's sort of CGI-ish, I, I guess. Actually, I don't yeah. know. It might have been a, a real... No, no. It was definitely bit, like a green screen green or screen. CGI of some sort. But this huge set is... Uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like it... So it's 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 neat. Like yeah. it, it, the What was I saying about that? Oh, his boat. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot what I was saying because this movie has made me crazy. But you can really feel the scope of the world, I think. There you go. This is the big, like, um, although it, it does feel like kind of small because, you know, you think about how big is the ocean now, right? Yeah. And so if the entire world is an ocean. How yeah. often are you going to run into another person or I don't know. It, I, I don't know. It, I wish I wish that he, maybe he had transversed more land and or more water and had seen different types of cultures that had come up. Right, you could come like, into a few different uh, you know societies or whatever. Yeah. What I was gonna say, this is what I was gonna say. The sets are amazing, but everything is the same color. Yeah, it's very brown. Which I understand, right? They're saying that there's nothing. That's very it's much all, like Mad Max. It's right, all very it's brown. all dirt. It's all. But I wish I had seen like more red, yellow, orange, brown. Just expand that palette a little bit. It's yeah. all the same color, and it's just blah. Yeah, yeah. You figure people would have like, I don't know, still have clothes. I don't know. It doesn't really tell you how far in the future this is. I think I don't no, know if it really I, explains I that. Don't, I but. don't know. There's a lot of there's a few holes by the way we'll we'll mention that because people have forgotten society yeah and yet there's like some things that are with Enola like how did you get here if it's been 500 years and did yeah. you just you know whatever and uh, there are highlighters and crayons and stuff yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in the next scene uh, Helen offers to sleep with mm. uh, the Mariner yeah. Uh, in order to uh, save Enola. So the Mariner's like, I'm going to throw her overboard because she's useless and she's a girl and she's not going to do anything for us. Yeah. Because uh, he's only thinking about the bottom line. Oh, it's also been revealed that he's a fish person at this point. <laughs> of course. He, yeah. he, he's a mutie. 
Yeah. He's what a muty. They call a muty. He has Mutant. gills behind his ears and he has web feet. Yes. So he can stay underwater as long as he wants. He's evolved and uh, that's all you know. He's yeah. the only one in the whole movie like this. Yeah. Which means there must be others like him if they call him a muty. Yeah. But they, they don't address it. See, Again. today, if this movie had been made, there would be three of these, and the second one would have been him finding his people. Return of the Muties? Yeah. Uh, back to the Muties? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back to the Muties. <laughs> Waterworld 2, Back to the Muties. Yeah. So that, but that's a good point. He, uh, he has some very impressive underwater uh, antics. He can yeah. swim super fast. Mm-hmm. He can jump out of the water like a... Like a harpoon. Harpoon, just yeah. shoot up onto a boat. A dolphin. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and he can breathe underwater forever too. But there's no explanation. You just have you're left to say, okay, he must have evolved over many years yeah. to be in the water. Yeah. I guess half man, half fish. Yeah, this is the prophecy foretold. Yeah, he he's old Greg basically. <laughs> <laughs> See my downstairs mix up. <laughs> uh, so he, yeah, so he threatens to kill Enola or throw her off the boat, and uh, Helen one offers to sleep with him. Uh, two surprises is PG thirteen. I don't. Can you show butts in PG thirteen films now? I feel like uh, you never see them. I, I think know. you can now for sure, unless they're comedic. This was very much meant to be. Hey, hey fourteen year old boys, yeah. check out this tush. Check out this booty. Yeah, but it's only for about a second. I mean, it's uh, it lingers. Th- does it? <laughs> it lingers. I feel like you can show. A butt. And there's two or three shots of okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I feel yeah. like you can show a butt. It cuts it's, back. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. And then. And he says no, so she threatens to knock him out, basically, and like take the ship and and oh, get yeah. rid of him. Yeah, she's gonna overpower him. Yeah, but he ends up uh, dropping the sail on her head and then hitting her with an oar. I will say he he's pretty abusive. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the early parts of this movie, he's always slapping women. He, he's uh, he hits. I mean, yeah, he like hits her over the head. Yeah, he tries to basically he cuts knock, their hair off. Yeah, he he holds them down and shaves their heads basically with some scissors. He, he uses his uh, machete. His machete. Yeah, he like put he like takes her throat, pushes her against the hull of the ship, and yeah. just like starts chopping Which her is hair a off. Deeply personal thing to do to someone <laughs> yeah. to cut their hair off. I guess he really wanted to actually hurt her, but was like, I can't. I just got to cut yeah, her hair. I guess that makes sense. And show yeah. her who's boss. He really exerts his dominance in that in yeah. that moment. Uh, so in the next scene, uh, we were exposed to Deacon's smoker colony. So. There's we don't really know at this point, but he he's basically commandeered this giant frigate. Yeah. Um, and hundreds of people live on it, and that's kind of smoker town. Very basically. impressive set, also. Yeah, it's very cool. There, there's a moment where these dudes are running and they they jump on these poles and slide down into the hull of the ship. And I thought because it's 2019. Right off the bat, I was like, "Oh, it's CGI." They're, they're sl-. and then I was like, "No, there's depth here. There's mm-hmm. the, like visual depth. This is a set, and it's massive. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Really cool. Uh, but we learned that this colony is running out of what they call black stuff, uh, which is oil. Oil. Yeah. Um, I guess it fuels the ship. Yeah, I don't really know. They can, they never really complain about not having it at any point after that. Yeah, I guess they can refine it somehow and create it, or or don't know. Well, we do know. We do know. Because well, at the end of the movie, we see what that ship actually is, which is like a funny thing. Well, yeah, yeah. But but we we don't ever... So we hear that they're running out of black stuff once. Yeah. But they're not on the hunt for... They're not on the hunt, they're for, not on the hunt for black stuff. Right. Like, why, why even... Like, well, because they're, well, they're, they're hunting for dry land. Yeah. So Where you find the black stuff? 
No, where they can, they don't have to be on the water anymore. Mm, Everyone wants yeah. to be a dry. That's why they're trying to find. So you're afraid they can't get to the dry land in time, is what you're saying? Sure, yeah. Okay. Well, everyone wants to find dry land. We can justify it that way. But we yeah. learned at the end of the movie. This is the Exxon Valdez, yeah, which is a giant oil tanker that, yeah. you know, yeah. So, but the most important part of this is that there's an old man in the hole <laughs> where the oil is. He's awesome. <laughs> He's the second best character in the film. He really behind is. Deacon. But they uh, they kind of look down into this this hole and they ask him how much is down there. He's like, oh, I guess there's probably about four feet and a half. Yes. And he's like really pale and has like oil all over Real him. And he has these goggles. Yeah. And uh, big old eyeballs. Yeah. They close the hole back up on him and yeah. he's down there again forever. I just want to say, uh, Dennis Hopper here. Uh, one of the reasons why this movie is dumb is that he's just so flippant with the way he treats this ship. He. Yeah. He, just to make sure he's in charge, he's like, all right, well, whatever, let's go find that girl. And he flicks his cigarette <laughs> to drop down this hole. And this guy, fortunately, reaches out and catches it. And he's like, I like that. You're, you're on, you know, yeah, whatever. You're, you're, That's you're, part of the appeal of the character. I know, like, it's, I know. It's yeah. ridiculous. But it's like, if he had missed it, your whole ship would be, yeah. would be gone. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> it would have solved the entire issue of the I, movie Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so Mariner throws Enola overboard. And yeah. they're attacked. Like and he just gets violent, mad at her. Just another like, violent outburst. Yeah. yeah, just throws her overboard. Uh, and they're attacked by a gang of of, of smokers. Yeah. At this point, because yeah. they're onto them, and they want they want uh, the Enola because they they have the map. She has the map on her back, and they need that. Uh, so Helen uses a spear gun attached to the ship to shoot this plane. She ends up getting right to the middle of a guy who's shooting this gun at them. Um, but the bad thing is this damages Mariner's ship. Real bad. And this is where he gets very upset and cuts their hair. Yes. Uh, so the, at this point, there's another drifter. Uh, it, <laughs> the movie sucks from here on. I just want to say <laughs> it. So the same thing happens over and over again. They meet a drifter. The smokers are after yes. him. They go do a thing. The smokers are after him. The crazy guy. So... This is probably the last interesting scene in the movie because there's like actual stakes and you're not sure what's going to happen. But uh, they meet another drifter uh, who basically wants to trade paper from the old world. Yeah, it's so, just like a piece of, uh, I don't know, like an old roadmap or something. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, can you believe it? Like, it doesn't exist anymore. But he's Scottish or something. It's very strange. I don't know what he is. Yeah, he's, cra- he's crazy yeah. though. Uh, but he wants to trade this piece of paper for both Enola and and Helen. Yes. Um, and at first, Mariner's like, sure, you can have 30 yeah. minutes with Helen. Yeah, well, he, yeah. He, so he does hold back. He's like, you can have half an hour with her. You yeah. can't have her, but you can have her for 30 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot of like strangely pedophilic moments in this film hmm. where the guy as well is like, can I have 45 with a little one? Yeah. And Mariner's like, no. Yeah. Like he has some sort of moral compass. Yeah. No matter how small yeah. at this point. Well, you know, I mean, they they uh not not justifying pedophilia, but yeah. at least with Helen, yeah. They uh they're just trade, you know, they take what they can get. I mean, she I offers so. herself at the beginning too. Yeah. They they take time to say it's been a long time since you've probably seen a woman. Yeah. Or had a woman. So it's a big deal. It's like the old world. Yeah. You had to trade you had to trade things. We and sometimes to, you didn't have things. That's right. So. There's no currency really. Just give away than, give uh, away that bod. There's chits. Chits, yeah. Chits, Little yeah. metal coins. Yeah, just yeah. pieces of scrap or whatever. Uh, so the the drifter goes down in the hull of Mariner's ship with Helen uh, to to do the deed. And uh, the Mariner reconsiders. So yeah. he goes down, he ends up killing the guy and pushing him overboard and taking stuff from his ship. His, uh, his stone heart is... Is, is softening. It's about to soften because it's, the next 25 minutes of the film are just them bonding. These ladies and, are uh, getting to him, yeah. Yeah, so he, he starts to actually like them. 
they run to visit this small outpost that they see. Yeah. Uh, that has like the same people from earlier. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny and it was also kind of creepy and eerie. Yeah, in a way. super like, dark. Um, but but when you realize what's happened to all these people and yeah. they're all held up by strings and they're, yeah, I mean you kind of laugh a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's also very it's it's very gruesome. And, yeah, and creepy. It's, it's but, gruesome. Yeah. So they come up on this little little um, outpost, basically, and like Gabe was mentioning, you kind of see these people waving, but they never really stop. So at first you're like, that's weird. Why are they waving? And you see these people hanging down below. Yeah. Um, and so the smokers have gotten to these people, and they're using this place as bait, and they want them to come aboard. Yeah. But uh, Mariner's too good for that. He's too good. He, he realizes he, go, he goes to the, the bottom of his ship, and he looks in his little, his little, little, high, little down, pe- down periscope, and he sees those dudes. This movie did the super cool thing where men are on those sea dudes underwater. Yeah. Yeah, just waiting. That's really cool. That was pretty sick. I got to ask, though, how do you control the weight of the ski dude to be underwater whenever you just need it to be there, you know? Well, they're, was, they're, they, were, they were held by, by wires, and then oh, they cut they? them. Oh, okay. So in the, in the moment when Dennis Hopper realizes, Mariner realizes what's going on, and he turns yeah. his ship, and he starts to sail away, and Hopper's like, get him, and they, they take knives and cut the rope, and they... Yeah. Must have been a lot of tension in those yeah, ropes. Come up out of the water. Yeah. Uh, the gist is that he fights them off. Yeah. And then he gets shot in the side. He, he avoids the net. They lay a net for him, and he yeah. he does a pretty cool. Uh, it's called a flagpole, where you you take your body weight and you mm-hmm. tension in your arms, and your and he like turns his ship on and misses the net. Yeah. A pretty nice little sequence. Yeah. Uh, but he gets away, of course. So then after that, immediately after that, uh. While the smokers are still on their trail, uh, Manor is like, "I'm going to show you the old world," and so he puts her, he puts Helen in a little. Well, they have an argument. She's like, "Where's dry land?" He's like, "There is no dry land. It doesn't exist." And she's like, "It has to exist." And he's like, "It doesn't." <laughs> and he's like, "Fine, hop in this little submarine I've built, and I'll show you." Yeah, you're giving the movie too much credit. I'm just saying <laughs> that he he doesn't suggest, "I'll show you the old world." Yeah, she she that's basically what happens. She argues with him because he tells her that there, he'll take her to dry land, and yeah. and he hasn't. So yeah. that's why he's forced to. So the gist is that they go down and they visit this old uh, city that's totally covered in in water, and right. they see like a sunken submarine and donut like, shop, uh, donut shop, and uh, you see everything. Yeah. it's New York. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, so they come back up, and of course the smokers are waiting on them because they just took an hour to go down below the ocean to check out the city while they're being pursued. But anyway, they uh, <laughs> they they get True. on. That's a good point. They, they get just... on board the ship. The smokers do while they're down there. So they come back up. They're already up there. They're looking for Enola, uh, but she's hidden kind of in this hole of the ship. So Deacon comes up and he says, look, if one of you tells me where she is, I'll only shoot the person who didn't tell me. So one of you will get to live. Yeah. And neither of them say anything, even though they know that she's like hidden in this little hidey hole in the ship. Uh, and then Deacon does a very smart thing and says, fine, I'm just going to shoot you anyway and fires two shots in the air and then Enola screams and he takes Enola. Yes. Uh, but roughs up Mariner a little bit, destroys his ship so he can't sail. Yes. And then they make love on the ruins. They do. They do. Of they, the ship. They, they had that long delayed alone time that yeah. Enola has been ruining. <laughs> uh, but That's uh, what you do when trauma strikes, you know? You just, you, you, oh, yeah. you, apparently you don't know what to do. Release tension. Just, just make love. Yeah. 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 Uh, action films from the 90s would have you believe that for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you think everything is, is, is going to be bad because they're on this broken ship, but don't worry, Gabe, because a character from earlier in the movie uh-huh. that escaped in a balloon. The Deus Ex Machina. Finds them. Michael Jeter. And uh, no relation to Derek Jeter, but he gets <laughs> they get in the blimp 
and uh, they're gonna go after they're gonna go after Deacon now, or yeah. just Mariner, because Mariner's like, you guys can't help me. I gotta do this on my yeah, own. Yeah. Um. So they uh, they break in, or, or Mariner breaks into Deacon's boat, basically. Uh, and uh, this is the the last scene in the movie, the giant set piece, the, yeah. the piece de resistance of the movie, which is which is cool. It was fine for That's the first cool. ten minutes of it, but yeah. it was like twenty five minutes long. I like I uh, I enjoyed it that. Enola is captured on the ship, and and uh, Deacon is trying to get her to explain the map to him. She yeah. doesn't really know how to explain it. Yeah, she's never seen it because it's on her back. Yeah, she's never seen it. She's a child. <laughs> she doesn't speak the language, but uh, she just keeps. One thing I well, there's a lot of things I don't like about this movie. <laughs> one thing I wish they would have reconsidered. One thing I really don't like. <laughs> one thing I don't like is Enola's cockiness with everyone in the movie. Yeah. With with grown men, she's like. With Kevin Costner especially, she gets in trouble several times and he yeah. gets mad at her and she's just real like snotty to him. Whenever somebody says sorry, you're supposed to say something back. Yeah, like she has this bravado that I don't know really where it comes from. Yeah. And then with Dennis Hopper, a man who could just kill her at any moment, she's like, he'll come for me. You'll see. He's going to get you. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah. And she's like real... When she's talking to it. Nord... The guy yeah. that we haven't mentioned at all because he's a pointless freaking yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, the big guy with the, the big Lionheart guy who looks yeah. like Lionel with the big, yeah. <laughs> no, not Lionheart, Giant Lionel mane. with the big red hair. Yeah. Um, but I did like this. This sequence is kind of long and crazy, but it's sort of a James Bondish sequence on the water where he's sneaking through the ship, taking out guys one by one. Yeah. And I liked that his motivation is that she is, uh, he shows up, he finally confronts Deacon, and it's great. He's like, you know, you're here for whatever. Why are you here? And he just says, I'm here because she's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sweet. I, that kind of got me. I was like, oh, I like this. I do want to say that the ship had some perfectly placed climbing uh, oh, yeah. holes. Oh, it really did. <laughs> yeah. He sneaks up to the side of the ship and it's just made for him to climb up the side, which doesn't make a How lot of sense. How easy can we make it for somebody to <laughs> yeah. infiltrate this ship? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, the most important thing about this is that he actually comes with a flare. Uh, and he is holding the ship hostage. Basically, he has the flare. He's holding it over the uh, where they keep the oil. Yeah. And so there's this hole that goes down directly to the oil in the middle of the top of the ship. Yeah. But uh, he's holding it over there, and uh, Deacon tries to appeal to his sensibilities. He's like, "You wouldn't do that. You're, you're bluffing. You're not insane." Yeah. Uh, he, he says, "You're not bluffing." The girl goes, "He never bluffs." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So he drops the flare into the ship, and uh, it sends the whole thing up in flames. So now you've got five incorporated into this but he goes up he rescues Enola big long set piece lots of swinging lots of shooting uh, yeah. but they get off and, and, they're, and they're free <laughs> you're so lax about this movie it's amazing <laughs> how much can I talk about well, this I don't know set you could piece, say though. Hopper Hopper tries to escape in an airplane and yeah. Costner at the risk of Enola's life basically takes the airplane down yeah. uh, and, and goes and saves her takes her to the floating airplane in the sky mm -hmm. and uh hopper tries to climb up the rope and get him and he gets kicked off and <laughs> falls in the water i gotta say i gotta stop you though there's he does like this little jaunt to get to the rope did you see the way he was running i didn't know oh man you gotta go back and watch okay, it it's I just like it's like that. he's like it's so boxy <laughs> yeah it looks great but uh the the this the stupid ending to this movie not the ending that not the last scene but basically hopper falls in the water and Enola, he like shoots Enola off of the balloon mm -hmm. with a gun somehow. He's yeah. on a sea-doo, ski-doo, and she falls in the water, and there's three guys 
charging towards her to pick her up at the same time. Diverging at perfect perfect angles. Costner bungee jumps off of the airplane, grabs her at the last second, and then all the three guys run into each other and explode. Huge explosion. Big big explosion. <laughs> that would have burned them mushroom for cloud. sure. Yeah. Uh, the the heat would have probably sent that balloon contraption like <laughs> spinning and made that explode, but that didn't yeah. happen. Anyway, they finally make it to dry land. Yeah, this lush tropical. It's filmed in Hawaii. It's freaking gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah. And then they 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 stumble upon Enola's people. Yeah, in a shack, like a burial shroud. Uh-huh. Two skeletons on a table with flat with flowers that haven't really wilted. By the way. Yeah. And they're holding hands and they're skeletons and. It bothers me because Enola's like, I'm home. Yeah. But, we, we assume these are her parents or something, maybe. But, but how does she know? The question that's not answered is, have, how long have they been dead? Like five years, 10 years while Enola? Or did, did she come from this island? Yeah. She did, right? I would assume so. So, so, it, so did, has it not been flooded for 500 years? Like, did it, did it escape? The the melting the, the altitude is so high. Yeah, why did why did she leave the island? Like all of these questions aren't really answered. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, they in a roundabout way they try to explain it. I think it could have been one of the things that got cut down from the original uh, script. But Gene uh, uh, Helen, uh, sorry Helen is like uh, I don't know where she came from exactly, but she ended up like coming to our atoll yeah. somehow all right so she's just like was sent on a ship somewhere we don't know we don't know but that's not the that's not what it matters because we get to the emotional heart of this film right now gabe at the very end <laughs> when uh kevin costner starts hearing all these birds and all these leaves mm. rustling and he says yeah that doesn't sound like the ocean i can't i can't be it. here it doesn't move right no doesn't yeah. he doesn't move He's right. like, yeah i can't and and it's cheesy because well, <laughs> You don't have to do this. Yeah. She's like, my mama just says it's land sickness, you know, <laughs> just like seasickness. But yeah. they have to, oh, well, oh, because they're not used to land because it's been water for 500 years. Yeah. It's just land sickness. It'll pass. And he's like, no, it doesn't move right. I, I belong out there. Yeah. But why do you belong out there? Because starving. Fish, he's a fish man. With scurvy. He wasn't and, starving. And rickets. Hey. And. He's a fish man. He's he fine. Can, he can get swallowed by a fish anytime and blow it up yeah. and have a huge fish. We didn't steak. even talk about that. We didn't, but that, that was fish belly looked like, juicy though. That was incredible. That was that did look, it looked real. It, it looked, looked like good. a giant piece of yeah, it was something. fish. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, he leaves. He, so here's the thing is that if he doesn't have to leave, you don't get that final scene you where don't. his hair is blowing in the uh, wind and he's, he's sailing the sun away. Is glistening off his biceps. They really should have played Sail Away. At the end, I think. Oh, no, they should have played Sail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 years before the song came out, they should have played it. <laughs> Let's re edit it yeah. and do that at the end. <laughs> Let's make a trailer. I do want to say the way they make Enola leave as well is just, it's priceless. Like, she hands him, uh, what does she hand him, a necklace or something? Or, like, uh, she gives him something. Oh, yeah, she what does him? she give him? I, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's not important. But she, she's running away and she gives that one last glance back at him and keeps running. But yeah. she runs in the complete opposite direction of where anyone else is so she's, she's running yeah, off into the wilderness yeah, she's fine she'll be all right she'll come back she's gonna get eaten by a tiger yeah yeah or whatever because she, she doesn't know how to handle herself yeah she's gonna get eaten by like a bird yeah. just, not, what is this bird i don't know i've never seen a bird water world 2 is actually them surviving on the island and finding <laughs> the 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 native people that live there and cannibalize them what if they did like a twilight zone and it was jurassic park and 
were all these scientists <laughs> on it, and then and like the and they were like, how who are these people? And the dinosaurs uh, just killed them all. So Enola is the younger blonde girl. Doctor Grant was yeah. there, and yeah. like yeah, wow, yeah. very M Night Shyamalan, like a big twist at the end. You could recut this, I'm sure, to make yeah. that happen. Yeah, you could. But that's it, Gabe. What do yeah, you think it. of Waterworld? He, he goes back out. Um, Waterworld was a, a a majorly ambitious movie. I don't know if it was a missed opportunity. I just think. I think that they thought it was going to be so epic, so good, and there's a lot of things that, there's just some things that hold it back. The script needs to be really, really redone. You don't really care about the characters enough. It turns in, it turned into a hammy thing, and I think it could not. I think it could have been really cool. I think it could have been something like, um, what am I trying to compare it to? Uh, the Book of Eli with uh, Gary Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's sort of this like it's a post-apocalyptic for sure, but it's serious in tone and also has some crazy fun moments. But this movie just turned to kind of a ham fest. It was just cheesy. It was just made before its time. It was made now. I think it would have been made much better. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you need to watch it. It's not worth two and a half hours of your life. But if you want to, sure. <laughs> I, if you want to, <laughs> I guess so. If you're really into this stuff, uh, I would just yeah, don't don't watch it. It's sad because yeah. it it was a lot of money down the drain and it made it back, but meh. Yeah, I feel like you can sense the disappointment that you would have felt if you had seen this in theaters and had been you yeah know, a teenager like expecting this thing because people knew it was what it was and what it was going to be like how grand it was supposed to be for like two years before it came out. So I'm sure there was a lot of anticipation. I'm also sure there are a lot of people who love Waterworld. It's yeah. just one of those films that right. appeals to a certain person. Uh, that person, unfortunately, is not me. I thought it was very boring. Uh, some <laughs> decent set pieces. Like the ending was, it was cool, I guess. But sure. it was so long. Yeah. And the movie relied on those action set pieces so heavily that it just didn't, it, like a person like me would never enjoy this, like totally. Although... I will see the world building in like the first 30 or 40 minutes. I was super into it. I was like, this is cool. This is going to go somewhere interesting. Because you, you text me uh, a couple of days ago and you were like, Waterworld is going to be insane. And so I was like, oh, cool. It might actually be good. Yeah. Because like I'd always heard about this movie, but I'd never watched it. I so said I just insane assumed, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I just assumed that it was going to be at least interesting. And for large stretches of the movie, it was not interesting. This is not a good role for Kevin Costner. Um, and did you, does he look like Bruce Willis in this movie? Because his hair's uh, thinning out a little bit. Yeah, a little I feel bit. Like he looked like Bruce Willis. A little bit. Yeah. I think this movie would have been better with Bruce Willis. <laughs> I I don't think it's a bad role for Kevin Costner. It's fine. I think it's totally fine. I he's just, just so flat and boring. Yeah. He he's just not that gripping of a character. Yeah. He he, he he's an amazing hero. Uh, they establish that, but there's not a lot else to him. He's yeah. just sort of this quiet, stoic man who lives on the water. Now imagine it with Danny DeVito. Oh. I would pay money to see this. It instantly becomes a comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there were things that were annoying about it. Like the little girl was actually an annoying character, even though I'm sure she was supposed to be endearing and sweet. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it's it's so forgettable. Yeah. It's not even bad, but it's not good. It's right. just, it's one of those movies yeah. that you go and you watch it's and you feel nothing it. watching it. It's empty. Perfect way to say um, it. It's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. So don't watch it. Yeah. Don't, don't watch, watch it. it. Well, that's it. Any, any last last thoughts here i gotta look up what we're talking about next because i yeah. did not do that uh, i don't i don't know but uh speaking of water world i have to pee really bad so let's uh let's... <laughs> well, we'll, we'll wrap this up uh next week i think <laughs> i think we're talking about jumanji 
Oh, okay. Oh, no, we're talking about Seven next week. Oh, Seven. Seven. So a movie that we will enjoy because we've both seen it. We both like it. We'll redeem the show with Seven. (laughs) (laughs) So look forward to a good movie next week. Yeah. Um, But, you know, as always, you can find us at Rewind Cinema Pod on Twitter and Facebook, Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. We're part of the ACPN. Check that out, acpn.net. Still not sure if that's right. Uh, you can find uh, the people who made our music at naturalanthem.net. That is right. I have verified right. that. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, so that's it, Gabe. Until next time, watch more movies. Everyone's like, <laughs>